like a bucket list item. Yeah, yeah. I've been skydiving yeah. twice and I was like, think of something crazier. So I think I can really like check that yeah, one out. Yeah, check it out. <laughs> craziest place. Would you say that's the craziest place to have sex in? I would say an airplane. In an airplane? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's, what's number two? Um, a museum was pretty. Museum. Wait, a bathroom <laughs> museum or just like another just a, part of the museum? You need to For write a book. For me or just like hypothetically <laughs> hypothetically the person yeah. would be working in the museum oh okay 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 so then it has the doors to like the to all yeah the, okay hypothetically okay. there would the be like a clo- closet all right what's it, number three th- there's a closet <laughs> you guys are like writing this all right what's number three <laughs> Welcome back to Confessive Baby. Joining us today, and yes, I have notes, so I'm going to be looking down. <laughs> She's a globe trotter, has been to 34 countries and traveled solo to 20 of them. She's honestly a badass because I can't even stay at a hotel by myself. Maybe. In her travels, she works at hostels, picks up social media gigs, and even DJs. Taylor Fudge, welcome to Confess It, Thank baby. You. So excited to be on here today and oh talk about gosh. traveling and everything. Yes. Okay. So this is like a trip for us. I know we're so interested of like digging your brain and seeing we're like travel what, around the world with you. What places you've been to and all the advice you have, for, especially for solo travelers, because I can never. So you have a lot of balls, girl. Yeah, it's really exciting, <laughs> and I love to share that with people, and that's why I started the TikTok and stuff, and I have a blog, and just to show people like if I could do it, anyone can do it. Yeah. So, so we're definitely Very gonna dig in there today, but before we start. It's a funny story time. How we met. <laughs> Do you remember how we met? Talk about that. <laughs> Hold on, we have to bring it. It's like a little surprise. Okay, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So we were, it was actually the weekend that we were celebrating um, the start of our podcast. I don't think I told you this. So we were out and about that weekend. And, and then I was, we went to Giselle, which is the new rooftop bar on top of 11. And then across the, t- across the table, I was like, I know, like, your face looks so familiar. You were there talking to someone from the table. She got so excited. She's like, I, I got think excited. I, know that I told girl. Indiana, I, I was like, wait, girl. she looks so familiar. I think I know her. I pulled out my TikTok, right? And I started and I looked for you. I remembered her, your, your name started with like a T. And then I found you and then we're like, yeah, it's her. She's like, it's her, right? It's <laughs> and then her. I, I saw like, you yeah, showing your tattoos. And I was like, it's definitely her. <laughs> and then you said, like, you came by when you were leaving, said hi, whatever. And then, like, that's how kind of we introduce each yeah. other. Yeah. And here we are. I never thought that I would get that in Miami. I get that traveling a lot. Mm-hmm. But in Miami, I was like, someone in Miami follows me. Because <laughs> it's usually just, like, the backpacker and just, like, when I'm in Portugal or something. Because that's what shows up on people's feeds. Exactly. So I was really surprised. And I was like, and every time someone says that, I, like, call my mom. I'm like, mom. <laughs> it's been a bunch of times now. And I'm like, someone knows me. Oh, my it's God. Really getting crazy. recognized. It's crazy to me. And I, honestly, I didn't even know you were, like, from Miami. And so I started seeing kind of the landmarks, like, where you were post around and mm-hmm. stuff. And I was like, wait, this is a Miami girl. But in the beginning, it was just you traveling, like all yeah. the videos coming out. So that's super interesting to that's me. That's how you know you're doing it right. Yeah. When, like, yeah. People don't really know where you're actually from because you're always You're always just out all and over. about, girl. Yeah. All about. The dream. Every time someone's like, oh my God, I'll follow you. I'm like, I'm just Taylor. Like, it's so <laughs> I wish like I could see them from that side. But it's just like, that's, I'm sorry you follow me. Like, I'm, I don't know what you know about me, but I always post so much. And I'm like, oh, I probably shouldn't put that online. But I'm an open book, so I'm like... That's a good thing. Yeah. You got to, like, share experiences, and that's how you grow and you teach other people. Like, you have a purpose. Yeah. I feel like your TikTok, which we're going to, like, dig into a lot, um, you know, you show your purpose, and you, you have something when you travel and you share all these tips. Like, you're helping others. Yeah. So yeah. it's not, like, posting random, just random shit. Like, you have other yeah. quality content in there, too, yeah. with value. And the fun part is, like, the realness of it. Like, the good and the bad, like... Trust me, it's not always good when you travel. There's yeah. a lot of bad stuff that happens. Can I cuss? Am I allowed to cuss? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cuss. Cuss. A lot of bad oh, shit happens. 
that's our life so take it take us from the top like when did you start traveling and like why so um growing up I always was very adventurous and my mom would take me on trips we went to Australia together because Steve Irwin was my biggest idol so um I was very fortunate to kind of have a family that was Colorado every year going skiing and then I think the solo travel part started when I was in college and I asked my boss for two weeks off for Christmas break and she was like no you can't and then randomly one day I worked for Red Bull at the time. We met the can quota. So she was like, all right, you guys are, you're, you're done. You can have a break. And I was like, well, I would have had something planned. So that's kind of frustrating. So I was like so mad and out of spite. I was like, all right, skyscanner.com. What's the cheapest flight out of here tomorrow? Because I, did, I had two weeks free. Yeah, so shit. I remember so I went. So spontaneous. Yeah, I went to my, my family. And I've been to the States alone, but never out of the country alone. And I went to my parents. And I was like, I just found a really cheap flight to Iceland. Like, would you guys, I literally was like, would you guys send me to a psych ward if I just went to Iceland tomorrow? Who just decides to go to Iceland? Yeah, I don't know where. It's so random. <laughs> and it was just such a random place. And they're like, no, like, if we say no, you're going to do it anyways. So go for it. And I was like, all right. So they were in Vero Beach at the time. And I just drove home on Expedia looking for places to stay. I couldn't even tell you the name of the city that I was going to. It's called Reykjavik. I didn't even yeah. know how to say it. I was like, I'm just going there. And then I went there and... Um, it was crazy because I lost my voice on the flight somehow. So I go to this. How, were you screaming? Like, <laughs> how does that so happen? I know, I think, so I had like a layover in New York and I could talk fine. But Ooh. when I landed in Iceland, no voice. I've wow. ne- it's never happened to me. So I'm in this foreign country alone. No voice. No idea what's going on. But I was part of this Facebook group chat and it was a solo travel group chat. So I just put like, hey, is anyone here? And I met this sweetheart named Caitlin. And she went out with me. And luckily she was asking me as much as she could with no voice. It was kind of like yes, no questions. But we ended up hanging out together, and that just kind of sparked this, like, I love to travel. And I met this awesome girl, this other girl from Amy. They're from the States. And after that, I was, like, I was hooked on it. And then went to study abroad, started traveling there alone, and the rest is history. How long were you in Iceland for when you went? I think I was there for, like, five days or something. Okay, wow. And we got to see the northern lights. And what's really cool is so we spent it was around Christmas time and then the following year we made a joke and we're like let's hang out again so we met up in Toronto and then the following year we met up in Utah so we like kind of met each other yeah it's really awesome so just those friendships and like the freedom just it just started something and And experiencing so much and was she like a backpacker what what was she like she She just traveled yeah she was in pharmacy school at the time I think so she had a break too Oh, okay. And okay. I know she doesn't do the backpacking as much as I do now, but um, there was a lot of backpackers. And it is the safest country to go to as a solo traveler. So um, it's one yeah, of the safest countries Iceland in the world. Yeah, Iceland is really safe. We have, we have a sorority sister in Iceland. My big, oh, yeah. my biggest from Iceland. Really? That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful, so beautiful. Over there. And the summer and the winter, too, because the summer it's almost 24 hours sunlight. And For then sure. at, you can see the northern lights in the winter time. Oh, my gosh. I can't even imagine what that feels like. It's yeah. probably surreal. It is quite expensive compared to other places, but it you feel so secure and safe and everyone's so nice. Sure, that's good. And okay, so then I did read about you that you go you when you take these trips, you you work in these trips basically, right? You stay in a hostel, but you work at the hostels. Tell me walk me through a little bit like how those opportunity came to be. So I um it was funny because I got broken up with and I was just kind of lost at the moment. COVID just started dying down. So I was like, I want to, I need to travel somewhere. So I went to Costa Rica 
and I met this girl and she was like, she just got done working 10 days on a farm with no cell service, no electricity. She had to take showers and waterfalls. Wow. And she, that's rough. I was like, what? Like, like when the light, when the sun went down, lights were out. They didn't have lights. It's dark. And I was like, that's just so adventurous and cool. And she was like, yeah, I found it on this app. Where adventurous you can- <laughs> and cool. <laughs> she was, um, it's just such an experience, you know, not yeah. things that you can do every day. So she told me about this app and people who work in hostels. It's like a workaway world packers. They're all kind of similar. So she was like, you should go on this app. And I was like, I've always thought about it, but I never did it. So then I was like, all right, I downloaded it and I applied for my first hostel and I got accepted, and then I went to Brazil, and that's where I worked. And it was actually during Carnival. I had oh. no idea about Carnival, and I was doing social media at this hostel. So my life was just perfect. It was party, get content, and enjoy Brazil. And they would pay you for staying there so, as well. So um, some are different. So that one, it was just accommodations, and usually drinks and food are included. Um, so it's kind of like volunteering, but that can lead to other jobs, or you can work at bars, you can get tips. Really, every hostel is differently set up. And usually, how how big are the teams of like these people that they're hiring and bringing in? Yeah. And um, how long are you there for? Usually, when you're just volunteering through these programs, you'll do a month, a month minimum. But you can always extend. They like people to stay because you kind of get the gist of everything. Um, and then the teams, it really just depends. They need bartenders, they need yoga instructors, content creators. I would say about like eight to ten staff usually are running these hostels wow that sounds fun though it sounds fun but it's very spontaneous it's like it's like a like a dorm but like in another yeah Yeah, the housing situations also change so i've been in dorms one it was like a 10 person dorm but then i've been in somewhere i have my own room so it it always just varies and then the one in when i worked in guatemala we got breakfast lunch and dinner at the restaurant and it was really good food we could order anything off the menu oh nice and then drinking so much like yeah. <laughs> no, I can imagine but Pardon. you prepare for these trips like before you leave you have all of this laid out right they tell you what the gig is gonna be what like how the room accommodations all of this is prepared before you go yeah it's okay. pretty stable yeah they'll um and then when you're applying on the app also it'll tell you how many days off you get um what you get perks you can get excursions for free um what what's included so you kind of know when you sign up how it is and you've been doing this for how long I would say um, a little bit over a year now, and oh, wow. I've worked at f- in five different countries. Jesus, <laughs> I know, right? You're and, going so fast. And what's the kind of like, what's the motivation behind you like taking this step and like find going out to these different countries and taking these gigs? Like, why? What's the re- what motivates you? What's your passion? Like, why do it? I think instead of like staying here and taking yeah, a social media gig, you get me. I think what I have been doing is. I am building my portfolio. So I feel like when I'm going out having this content, like when my portfolio now, it's all these different countries, all these different types of things. And that's kind of my lifestyle of traveling that I like. And then also when you travel and you get to stay somewhere for an extended amount of time, you get to really embrace the culture and learn about it versus just going for three days. So that's another like learning experience for me. And then working in hostels, you meet so many people. And that's the biggest downfall is every day people are coming and going. I know. So you have, you meet so many people, hundreds, but then these are all goodbyes. Sometimes you meet people you really love and then they're gone in two days. Do you stay in touch with a lot of them? Like social media and stuff? How do you see you have social media? Yeah, I was just um, actually making a TikTok about this. And my travel friends, some of them, I call when I need someone versus calling a best friend here. And they just, 
they know my truth, like they know who I am and they, they're kind of unbiased and you guys just kind of resonate on this different level because when you're traveling alone, you're so vulnerable, you're yourself, you know, no one knows who I am here or when I'm there. People know me here. So yeah, I, some of them are my closest best friends. I could not imagine like living life without them. I think that, um, I mean, I've never experienced like backpacking yeah. or, or like meeting people that or, have made yeah. kind of like an impact like that but on your travels. The vibe of traveling with, with someone like just in general is completely different. The experience really makes you like fall in love with that person and like learn so much about them when you're yeah. not home. It's, it's just so different. So those friendships that you make must be very special. And it's so easy to make friends. A lot yeah. of people, when you solo travel, they think it's hard to meet people. And you ask any solo traveler, and the biggest thing about solo traveling is you're never alone. It's kind of annoying because you have to try and be alone. And that's if you're staying in hostels. If you're in a hotel, yeah, you're alone. But it's you're always surrounded by people. And the conversations are so easy. They just start. It's, it's annoyingly the same, too. It's like, hey, where are you from? But you just look at someone, they're like, hey, hey, instantly click. Like, yeah. hey. Is there ever like a moment where you like, you know, you have a crush or something and then you like keep that connection going Look at her and it becomes face. long distance? <laughs> Look at her face. I'm just so intrigued <laughs> because obviously you're, you're beautiful and I'm sure like you, there's a lot of other women and, yeah. and, and men Especially that are Especially when they hear like, oh, she's single. from Miami. <laughs> <laughs> and you're also a DJ, so that's like an extra cherry on top. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. So what is that like? Uh, um, it's fun. I mean... <laughs> we were talking about like guys. Say, yeah. Like, yeah, it's... I. Um, I've met so many amazing, beautiful guys like Jay Alvarez style or like Guatemalans, you know, you get to experience all these different cultures, like, um, French guys, like, it's so exciting. It's so much fun. Which has been your favorite? <laughs> oh, yeah. God. She likes Hispanic guys. I do. She likes the Hispanic swag. Mm. Little... <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> I know. I, I didn't believe her either because you wouldn't think that, but she does. My type is like... A rapper, like the one that walks in, like fully tatted, oh, head wow. to toe, like, the La bad boy. Donero, like that vibe, yeah. Have you met like that type oh, on yeah. a trip? Yeah. Um, yeah, I've had some funny experiences. There was uh, this tattoo artist in Portugal. Oh, wow. This man was like, he had a teardrop. Like, yeah. had a teardrop. <laughs> I was just like, to tell you, he was ha- tatted head to toe. Bad boy, but the sweetest guy ever. But usually, if you see someone in a room and you're like, that's a walking red flag, that's where I'm going to kind of go to. <laughs> I, it's, it's really so sad. Yeah, it's yeah. usually like, that's my time. Just like but have you, have you kept any of these um, connections going after, like, returning back yeah, home? Yeah, romantically. Has there been one that at least, at least, like, one that has really, like, impacted you? Um, I, there's a really cute little love story in Egypt. But I wasn't alone. I was on a family trip. And one of my friends here was like, oh, you should go meet this person. And it was my first day. And I love more of a local experience. So I was like, yeah, like, take me to a local bar, local restaurant. Mm-hmm. So he picked me up, my fr- fresh off the plane. And um, we just hit it off, like, instantly kind of fell for each other. And after that, I was, always, I was skipping museums with my family to spend time with him. Sure. And it got down. I was there for 10 days. And then he was like, you should stay. <gasps> and I was like, mom, Aunt Monica, like, I'm going to stay here. And they're like, all right, if you can change your flight, do it. So I stayed 10 days with him. Wow. And we kind of, wow. we really like fell in love. And um, I flew back home. And a month later, I was on another trip to back to Egypt to see him. And we were in a full on wow. relationship. For how long? So I went back and we spent another like two weeks together. And he just started changing. Um, dating an Arabic guy is just kind of like 
or possessive. Blah, blah, blah. I can say this. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Like, go ahead. You like, have the freedom to say whatever yeah. you want. To I mean, say. this guy like confess it, baby. Confess it. <laughs> he girl, gave yeah. me a curfew, and he it was funny because he was like, after two weeks, uh, after like a month. But remember the culture. The culture. Yeah, is, it's I'm different. Arabs. And I'm not used. I'm like a free spirit person. And he was like, "You are not allowed to go to 11. And I'm like, "Red flag. That's oh. you can't tell me that." <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? Wait, isn't like women not allowed to drive over there? Or you wrong place. <laughs> I don't know. I mean. <laughs> I don't know. I think they can drive. Okay, so I, wrong place. There's one. They're just really strict. It's one like, like I mean, you have to like cover your knees and your shoulders and stuff, and yeah, you can't wear tight fitting clothing. There's a lot of yeah, especially there. if he's over there and not here, he's still very much in that culture yeah. and not not Americanized. So wait, how'd you end it? Yeah. So <laughs> I'm so intrigued. I went by back this. the second time, and I was with him, and he just started kind of getting mean, and just things started changing. This was after the whole curfew conversation. Yeah, yeah. I was still with him because I was like, I'm in love, like yeah. you know, blinded. <laughs> and then he, um, so he was like, Yeah, I have to go to Dubai for work. Like I have to do all this stuff. So I was like, All right, I'll just leave, I guess. So I was already on that side of the world, and I was like, Well, I don't want to go home. It's my birthday, so I'll go to Mykonos, my favorite place, at the time. And I remember he dropped me off at the airport. And I got to Mykonos, landed, and I texted him, hey, I landed. Didn't hear from him. And then I was like, all right, a few hours later, hey, are you okay? Didn't hear from him. And he Ooh. just completely ghosted me. No. Yeah. He just, and. You've never heard from wow. him. So I remember I blew up his phone and I called him and he was like, yeah, I just don't want anything. And that's all he said and never again heard from him. No explanation, nothing. And I was like, I just flew across the world to see you. And just wow. done. Wow. Haven't heard from him since. So it's this is a worldwide dilemma that ghosting. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, if you can learn anything from me, it's worldwide. (laughs) Everywhere you go, ghosting men are shit all over the world. I've I've tried it all. I've tried. I'm looking and I'm like, this is so crazy. You can't hide from these things. Like, oh Oh my my god, God. not just Miami. Like my, I feel my my chest hurts. (laughs) Right, (laughs) but you know what? I was really really hurt, but. Thank God that happened because because of him, I was like, I'm heartbroken. I need to go travel. Met the girl who worked in the hostel stuff. And then uh, since then, I've been working in hostels. So he was the original heartbreak. Yeah, he was the reason. shit, this started. You know, shit happens for a reason. It really does. Shit happens. And early on. It's a redirection in the right direction. Literally, it's what it is. To get you where you are now. Because I feel like he could have been a distraction. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with the red flag that he Like, what would your life have been if you would have stayed in that relationship? Just think about it. Ironically, he made me watch the movie Hostel. Or Hostel or whatever. (laughs) And he he was like, make two promises to me. You will never stay in hostels again. And you won't do drugs with strangers. So I was like, all right, that's my career. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And he's never reached out to you no, again. Like, no. he doesn't even follow you. No. Look at your stories. No. Oh, wow, that's crazy. He didn't really talk to anyone. I don't know. He just completely changed and never gave anyone an explanation. His friends were like, what are you doing? And What was it like um, when you went to Mykonos that week after that you were there? It was. It's really hard. So I've been heartbroken twice while I think traveling. that's a really good place, though, to be heartbroken at. Yeah. I was watching a sunset by a window. Continue. Crying. And I'm like, how am I one of the prettiest places yeah, in the world? Yeah, you're crying. crying. But it's like a movie. Yeah, and I was just kind of have a bad taste in my mouth about Mykonos. Now I'm like, I don't want to go back there. So yeah. I naturally, like anyone, I would download Tinder, went on a date, and I was like, I can't cover it up this fast. You know, yeah. like, I'm not going to, I can't get under someone to get over someone. Yeah. And that's, it's, there's no way when you're, when you get your heart broken to kind of fix it. Like it's not going to help you to keep traveling, but it doesn't really help you to come home and cry. So yeah. it's just kind of what I've learned, what works best for you. Cause I've done both. I've done in Italy 
indulged in Italians and I've came home and just cried in bed and it's just it, time heals yeah no matter yeah. where you are that's but it's not fun point of view I mean we can't relate because I haven't yeah. found love anywhere I've only dated but that's Hispanic, an interesting so point of view <laughs> so I don't know anything dating locals and that's it that's all we but know. I'm glad to know that ghosting exists outside of oh Miami. yeah yeah outside and, of the United States and you can States. still cry Mykonos yeah. <laughs> Watching the sunset. Yeah, I would rather be heartbroken over a beautiful French boy than the people here. So. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know. exactly. It's more exotic. It's more of a story. <laughs> so, it's more exotic. I'm just I'm so intrigued by this whole dating life uh, mm -hmm. as a traveler because, I mean, I, I'm used, we're both used to just being in the same place always. Yeah, and, you know, it's always the same crowd same coming in and out. Yeah. And if we meet someone that's like French or Italian, it's like because they're in town for some sort of yeah. event. What? Was it like, what would you say is your favorite um, nationality, I guess, so far? Yeah, like, we're who do you get along that. with the most? Yeah. Culture wise. What's the best and, and the worst so far um, for you? Oh, that's a hard one. I think the smoothest one mm -hmm. right now, one of my favorites, would be Guatemalans. Okay. Um, that's interesting. They're very smooth, suave. I don't know. Oh. Um, and the worst. Australians are pretty fun, but they're crazy. So crazy how? They're just party, psychotic, like a lot of energy. Yeah. They're okay. just always the ones that are gonna like Irish people. They're just oh. always gonna do something dumb and drunk. They're just off the wall. They're not too serious? Um no. To total opposite. Okay. And then the worst I would say is probably the Arabic, just because yeah, that's the most true. fresh, like heartbreak. Did you meet um, any of his friends while you were dating? Yeah, him? Uh, some of they some of them live here because he used to live here. Oh, for when he was in college. Oh shit! And I'm I've met I met them in Egypt and I hang out with them here. So there's quite a few friends that I know that I run into. I ran into one of them in Publix the oh, other day. Wow. Oh wow, what a random. No one, and I'm still no friends one with them. No, no, no one, one brings it up. No, he actually moved to Dubai. Has a girlfriend now. I creeped on Instagram. Is she from there? I don't Not know where she's from. Hers mm. is private, but oh, I was like, hey, I, I love mean, to like snoop. <laughs> have you been to Dubai? No, but I want to. No. I feel like that place is where I'm going to go and not return. Yeah. I, I <laughs> Just find a Habibi and I'm stay I'm looking over there. for a Habibi. Let me tell you, I recently went and yeah, I didn't did. really have any expectations before. I didn't do my research. It was just kind of like last minute for my little cousin's 21st birthday. I wanted to stay there so bad. Yeah. So bad. And... I think that's that's where I fell in love with my so boyfriend. Expensive. Like we went with Carlos, and we experienced oh, yeah. it together, and it was just life changing, but in such a different way because you you get to see their culture, and you get to appreciate like their culture in a different light, not just through like YouTube and yeah. like reading about yeah. it. And it was just it felt like a video game. I just can't explain it. Yeah, that I, that trip made me want to like become a traveler. Not I, I really want to go to Dubai and experience it beautiful but the thing my favorite thing about like in these hostels is you're kind of bumming it you know like there's oh, a, yeah, kind of a no, rough side so for example in guatemala for almost four months i didn't have hot water mm. for showers so it's like but a third just, world country yeah like, that's how know? it is and it's just kind of cool to experience that and just you live with it at and that's your life yeah you get used to it it's yeah. probably rough in the beginning but then you get used to it i yeah. i can't imagine myself it's like full survival i went to jamaica <laughs> and it was um it was like an like an eco-friendly type of like hotel mm -hmm. right when you would open the door the air would turn off and that was already bothering me like <laughs> that was already freaking bothering me 
and then the shower you had to like hold it for the water to run like you couldn't just like turn it on and it was like little minor things but i was annoyed by it <laughs> it was like one with nature but i was annoyed i was like i can't i'm too bougie for this shit <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i love i love nature but i like glamping yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah, how i like nice. I, I like nature in that way <laughs> but it's an experience in yeah. itself like no and i also says. feel like once you put yourself in a situation like that you fall in love with it the more you get into it and the more you get into yeah. it and the more people you meet it's not just you by yourself like out in the forest all yeah. the time you know yeah so do you ever oh, wait I'm, i was gonna transition what are you gonna say if she gets scared like being alone oh yeah we're gonna get there okay <laughs> i have so many questions i know we have a lot of questions we're bouncing around i love talking about it i love it makes me so happy so what's the craziest thing that has ever happened to you on one of your trips um so i i like to put this category into just a country because there was probably like four things that were insane that happened to me in bali so I went to Bali during, before the vaccine was a thing, during COVID, like the peak of it. I had to quarantine in Jakarta. I had to get a business visa approved way months in advance. And um, so I'd fly there, quarantine, horrible experience. They just bring you food. You get what you get. It's disgusting. And then finally, I got tested twice for COVID negative. They let me go to Bali and I was living there for three months. And it's always been a dream of mine. And it was so nice because the island was completely empty. But because the tourism was so low, they were resulting in stealing and theft and stuff to make an income because Bali is just, it's ran on tourism. So um, I was coming home from a bar one night and I lived alone in a villa and I just hear some like ruffling outside. And I had a friend coming over, we were gonna go swimming. So I was putting on a bathing suit and stuff. So I'm like, oh, my friend's here. But it was like ruffling, like someone's playing in gravel. Yeah. And I go out and there's like a little janitor's closet like a little hallway thing in my villa and there's a guy there with a mask on oh my god and i'm alone it's like 2 30 in the morning and i i'm drunk so i'm just like whatever I, you're not like thinking yeah, right so and i'm so mad about this but i just i literally looked at him and i was like um hello he was like hi and i was like could you leave please and he was like uh okay word for word the conversation and he got up climbed over and left and everything like the next day I so I ended up calling the Airbnb host and I was like what the heck I can't call police there the police aren't but they stole something no he was going to so he was I know he was he didn't expect me to be home so he was caught so he didn't want to like harm me he was just people were stealing laptops phones just to sell so um I called the Airbnb host and they ended up sending the mafia so Bali is ran by the mafia that's kind of protects everyone so like these 10 guys shows up with bats and dogs and they're like looking for this guy (laughs) with bats and dogs this is a movie and and then i stayed at a friend's house and i switched villas and um but i was just like man anything could have happened to me but it goes to show like indonesians truly like they believe in karma and it's a really amazing place they don't want to hurt you if i was here in miami something bad could have happened shock rape anything they really just wanted to get money probably to get food to provide for their families another time I was followed at night twice on scooters. Again, they're looking for girls there? with purses around them. Yeah, in Bali. Um, and I just lost them on the scooters, took some turns. Um, and oh, my God. That was just like, whatever. And then um, yeah, I paid off the police like three times because they'd look for you because you're a tourist. And they're like, oh, you're, you don't have a license, so you'd have to pay them off. So there's a few things in Bali that happens wow. that were pretty crazy experiences. We're talking about like dangerous. Or, yeah, yeah. Whenever yeah. you felt dangerous, would you say, in general, that's kind of like the, the top, 
stories or the top location that you've ever felt like you weren't really in danger every every other place has been chill that's actually one of the least places i felt ironically in danger really even those things were happening it was just you knew that they didn't mean harm harm yeah. yeah um but i can say knock on wood but i've never felt in serious harm ever traveling i'm very fortunate i know a lot of people who have gone through those situations have been kidnapped taken Especially advantage solo of yeah, solo travel, yeah. female like i cannot like say something that has hurt me done anything bad to me and i've been in so many places where i probably should have happened like it could have happened yeah. walking drunk alone in thailand on the street but just everything's someone's looking out for me you know do you yeah. try to be cautious when you when you do go to places or like you're that? Or you're just kind of like, it looks yeah. like she's I say it like I have I have a vlog but no deep down like um I I am very careful one one of my biggest things that I do and like a tip I tell people is to trust your gut and I really do go off my gut feeling and there's been a scenario I was riding a bike kind of in a dark place going to a restaurant in Mexico in Tulum Oof, Mexico. and I was I just knew in my gut I was like just don't go down this dark road. Turn back. I know you're hungry. You want to eat at this nice restaurant, but just go home. And it was like my gut feeling. So I was like, all right, I turned around, went home, stayed in bed. I think I got food ordered or something. Yeah. But um, I just always trust my gut and I'm always looking around. But there are definitely times where I've maybe drank too much and I've I never get to the point where it's really I need bad, to be like yeah. taken home or something. Yeah. You're always like aware of yourself. But um. Yeah. And, and I mean, eventually, like with experience, you know, you've kind of learned more to trust your instinct yeah. and learn, picked up a little bit, a few, you know, tips along the way of what not to do. Yeah. But in the beginning, you're probably like, you know, I'll be fine. Because yeah. I feel like every, all of us, like in the beginning, when we're younger, we're like, that nah, we'll be fine. Yeah. But with time, you know, you start yeah. processing more of what could happen. Where should I go down that should dark I go road down or not? The, yeah, sure yeah. not. <laughs> Shit. Do you, do you ever um, rent a bike over there or cars? Like, or you're just like walking everywhere? A lot of places I've been, it's just Uber or walking Uber. or like buses. It kind of depends where you go. But a lot of countries have Uber, even like Guatemala, places you wouldn't think. Colombia. Yeah, I wouldn't think Guatemala has like Uber. Yeah, yeah, in Antigua. But like to get to El Peridon where I was working, um, you had to take a two hour bus. And the town was so small, there you don't drive, you just walk. There's not even a market mm, there to get tiny. food. There's like a little gas station area. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it's one road, three hostels. And that's where I for, for places like that, has there ever been um, an experience or, you know, some sort of trip that you absolutely hated, but you were stuck having to work there and finish the contract that you had? Yeah, there was one last summer. Um, I worked in Portugal and then I went to Italy. And there was this, I love Italy. I studied abroad. So I was like, oh, yes, I'm going to live in Italy for a month. And I got to this hostel and it was so antisocial. No one would talk to me. The boss didn't talk to me. It was just so weird. I hated the town. And after a week, I was like, listen, I get 90 days here. I'm, I have to leave. Yeah. I'd rather be somewhere else. So it took me a lot of nerve, but I, I told them, I was like, hey, I'm leaving. And they're like, all right, ciao. They didn't even no, they didn't, didn't care. care. And I was like, thank God I didn't stay and waste my time. Yeah. yeah. So um, I definitely learned through that situation and other ones. Like if I'm not happy, leave. There was another place in Croatia that I worked, and I was treated like trash. I felt so bad about myself, and um, they actually found me from TikTok, and they are like, come work for us, and I did, but everything I did was like, no, this is bad, 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 delete, delete, and this guy was so mean, talked badly about all his staff, and after two weeks, I was like, I got to leave for my mental health, like, yeah. this is, so it's really nice, I've learned 
And I apply that in other life situations. Like if it's not going, if you're unhappy, just leave. There's so many other opportunities out there. And you share a lot of your experiences, like we've been mentioning on TikTok. You have almost almost 50k followers already (laughs) how has that like experience been like for you and like the doors that tiktok has opened for you um it's it's been really fun it started out like kind of everyone downloaded it during covid just being bored i was following some trends and then i took it to traveling and i wanted to show my day-to-day life working in hostels because i thought that was interesting and it just blew up from there and then i was getting people in portugal these girls would be like i follow you i follow you taylor and i'm like what the heck like what do you mean? Like, I'm just, like, shit posting. I call oh. it shit posting, <laughs> And I'm just, like... But, like, no, there's value in that content, yeah. girl. And it was just... Um, it's It really has opened up so many doors, and it's gotten me, um, like, partnerships and um, affiliate codes and stuff, you know, working with brands and people I never even thought that would reach out to me. Like, Hostel World. It's, huge, it's like Expedia for hostels, and I've done content for them. And I was like, what? Um, and then the most recent one is the Business Insider, so a writer, she, her editor found me on TikTok and she sent it to her writer and she was so interested in the career and stuff working in hostels. So she emailed me and she was like, I want to write a piece about you. And I never thought that I would make it on Business Insider. I thought that was so <laughs> crazy. crazy. Yeah, when I saw the article, it I was, was like, yeah, it's just, crazy. it was kind of this thing of my parents are always supportive, you know, like they're like, you follow your dreams, but you know, TikTok's kind of silly in some people's eyes. So yeah, I feel like the business opportunity, the business insider article really validated that. And it was like, you know, you are doing something and you are kind of, you can make a career out of this. So that was really awesome to happen to me. And that's my most proud, proudest moment. And do you consider yourself like a, a travel blogger? Because in a sense, you are getting all these partnerships, right? But you're also taking on some gigs when you're traveling. So, you know, travel blogger, you're supposed like, hey, like, come to Bali, you have this free hotel, you get the free flight. All inclusive. All inclusive. So what category? You're kind of like in the middle of it. Like, what what would you consider yourself? I I don't even know. I think I'm trying to figure that out, too. Um, I I don't even like saying tiktoker i think that's so weird yeah. i think of like those la people who are doing dances and stuff like, <laughs> i and i was like i swear i've never danced on tiktok that's one thing yeah. i'll say i won't you will not see me do a dance <laughs> um but i i don't really know what i would say that i fall under the category yet um i want to figure that out and i'm really hoping this summer kind of when i'm in europe my algorithm's a lot better and i get a lot more followers and views interesting how that works i, I don't know how it is but yeah. i just it gets picked up so I wouldn't put myself under any category yet, and I'm still trying to figure that one out um, okay. because I kind of want this, like, travel DJ, too. So I'm kind of deciding, I think, this summer what I want to go down what route, if I'm going to stick to blogs, if I'm going to stick to TikToks, move to YouTube because there is kind of this TikTok oh, shit. Yeah, YouTube. band thing going on. Um, I did that in Bali, so I have a channel. It started getting subscribers. I just kind of gave up because TikTok was easier and faster um so yeah I'm just really waiting to see the summer what opportunities happen and kind of where I want to go because I don't know if I'm going to stick to the hostels moving forward working in them and I don't know I might want to come back to Miami settle down for a bit and work for a marketing agency here social media manager I'm not sure yet so yeah I think you'll figure it out yeah is there any country you want to go to before you come to a stop though is there any place um I would say I really want to do Antarctica so Antarctica is on my cool. list, but there's no hostels there. I can't work there. <laughs> um, I sh- it would just be the last continent. So I've been to all of them, but that one. So I feel like it's kind of a goal of mine. 
Um, so I really want to hit that The one. grand finale. Yeah. Grand finale. And what's the craziest thing working in a hostel that you've seen? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going to say it's something. It's like seen or done. <laughs> Both. Oh. Both. My, my co-worker like today is like, ask <laughs> her if how people have sex in the hostel. I'm like, all right, I put it in my list. Yeah, because you, some of them have shared rooms, yeah. right? And shared I do. Rooms. I probably at the end something funny to confess. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't forget we about it. I want to hear it. We um, love it. So... People can have sex in showers. Um, but what if you're sharing a room with like four other people in there? Because people do have sex I in there. I stayed in the hostel in Barcelona and it was a nightmare. Never yeah. again. People, they do. Um, I think that you shouldn't or people shouldn't be in there if you're doing that. I don't, I don't like that. Yeah. I don't stand for that. But most things like showers, common areas, I don't know. People get really creative. Um, <laughs> when I've worked in one, I've done night reception and I've heard, really? I've heard a lot of things. Have um, you ever walked in on yeah. anything? No, I've never walked in on anything. There was a boy and a girl one time sleeping above me, and I was like, hey, girl, you got to leave. Like, I don't want to wake up and hear you guys having sex. Oh, jeez. She was just kind of, like, hesitant, but eventually she left. But I was like, it's a respect thing, you know? Yeah. Like, there's a lot of unspoken rules with hostels, and just follow it. Like, you respect my space, I respect yours. Um, so that's probably, that's that. So what about craziest thing you've done? <laughs> Confess it. Look at her face. I'm going to zoom into her face. Um, sh- <laughs> I'm not even telling my mom about this podcast to be honest. Like, I was like, I'm not telling anyone about like, this. Let's hope it doesn't fall on her feet. Um, Portugal is a crazy one. I worked at. Um, mm-hmm. I I don't even know if I can say. Um, yeah. Anyways, I worked in Portugal and it was a party hostel. So there's always crazy stuff going on. Yeah, I imagine. And I did end up having a threesome with two guests. Oh. <laughs> you guys weren't sharing rooms, right? <laughs> I didn't hear it. What? <laughs> so. What did she say? <laughs> Whisper. I don't know if we can put oh this on. God. I don't know. No, we can, we can cut it off. We can cut it off. Yeah, we can hear it, but I don't know if it's bad. But Just say, I'll cut it off it was, if you don't want it. It boys. Two boys. Two boys? Yeah, two Canadian oh, boys. okay, okay. Two like, Canadian boys? They were probably Canadian. so nice. Honestly, Canadian. the best time of my life. Really? <laughs> so I've fun. always wondered like how that would yeah. be. Like. So nice. were you, you're saying it was at a party hostel. What's the difference between um a normal hostel and a, and a party one? Yeah. Um, a lot of hostels do nights on Friday, Saturdays, where they'll do pub, pub crawls or something. But a party hostel is every single night. There's something going on. They'll start the pregames at 8, 9, and then they'll lead the pub crawls. They usually have their own. So I would be a pub crawl host. But just when you stay at a party hostel, expect to be nonstop partying. You can only really stay for one or two days because sometimes it's so chaotic. Because people, when they come, when they check in, they know they're there for a reason. Yeah, yeah. And that's they're to do hardcore, everything, everything crazy. So do if you, you want to relax and sleep, it's not the place not to go. There. Do you DJ too at these hostels, or it's mostly just like planning the events? Um, so the one that I stayed, or I worked at in Guatemala, when I first arrived, they're like, oh, we have parties every Thursday. We have DJs. And I was like, no way, I DJ. And they're like, no way, like you're on on Thursday. Oh, shit. And I always just DJ my parties in Miami just for fun, the pre-post games. I learned because... I've always loved DJs, mm-hmm. and I was like, I want to be one. So I would just do it for fun, but then that was my first actual real-life gigs. So then I was DJing the parties every Thursday, and then people would come. They knew me. They loved me. And then I started working at another hostel, their parties on Fridays. And then people knew me. Word got around. I got a gig in Antigua, and then this after-party place bar, they're like, come. So I would work for them every Saturdays. Oh, wow. And everyone was reaching out to me, and there was another bar I'd work at. So then I was DJing at 1.4 nights a week. Shit. And it was just so much fun, but I think that did take a toll on, like, the, I was staying up so late partying, and then the next day I was coordinating events, work, being yeah. social, yeah. 
my battery was dead. I was... You weren't sleeping. Yeah, and I was, like, going through it with one of my managers. Like, we had, like, a little fling. We were kind of seeing each other. So, <laughs> just, he was, like, he was such a bad, bad boy. So, it's just, like, everything <laughs> happens. But, yeah. So, DJing, um, it did start there. I haven't DJed any other hostels, but I plan on it. And I think I'm going to Croatia on Sunday. Um, Take us away from the And I've, ta- I've talked to them, and I really want to build connections and probably potentially DJ there at more places and kind of take that as like a travel DJ. That's and so going back to your career, like what you studied in college was business and film, you said, right? Yeah. Tell me a little bit about how those paths kind of have helped you build a brand in a way because you're your own brand tiktok mm-hmm. right everything yeah. that you do with traveling so walk us through a little bit how you think like that background for anyone out there who's kind of studying you know it's a path yeah. that they can t- take and it's not th- something you think about basically something out of the ordinary so yeah. how has that helped you so um when i was business i had a marketing internship and i was doing blogs for other companies and i was doing canva posts doing social media scheduling it So that was like my first two years. And the next two years was film and kind of this being creative, creating content and kind of graphic design and website design. So that really just fell into everything that I love to do. And that's like making the social media for other companies and traveling. And when you're working at hostels, it's so much fun because it's just not like a normal ad for food or like silverware or something. You know, it's you're selling a trip, a vacation and a really cool place like hotels So um, I just think those two things just perfectly fell together. And then my passion for traveling and wanting to make content around the world is my own personal brand of the TikToks. So I just, I'm really fortunate and I never thought that I would be able to like do these things. So seeing it happen is just, it's such a great feeling. And you definitely, it's something I've manifested and it really does come true. Like manifesting 100% Oh yeah, we've talked about that 100%. That's one thing is like, if you set your mind to it and just pushed for it, it, you're going to see it happen. And don't give up because I was going to give up a long time ago. But just keep it up. Keep doing it. And it'll work in your favor. Tunnel vision. Tunnel yeah. vision. Tunnel vision. And if it doesn't, just enjoy it while it's happening. Yeah, you know, enjoy, enjoy the ride. Live like, in the moment. Fun. Yeah. Life's enjoy short. It. That's so true. Do you ever pre-plan um, the trips? Like you said, you're leaving uh, on Sunday. Do you have an itinerary for the few weeks that you're going to be there? The or you just kind of wing it? I kind of have an idea of where I'm going and what I want to do, but, um, and also one thing that a lot of travelers say is they regret making a set schedule. If you go in and you prepare like 2 a.m. we're doing this, 2 p.m. we're doing this. You get caught up in you, it, right? You just kind of, you don't leave room for spontaneous stuff. And sometimes you'll meet someone, they're like, oh, you should go here and do this. And you're like, well, I can't because I have to go to this museum. Or you meet someone and you want to travel with them, but you're like, I can't because I'm leaving to go to this place. So a lot of people do regret having a very strict schedule. So I like to keep mine open, and I'm usually Googling things on the flight, really. I don't e- when I go places, I don't even do research or know what I'm doing. I'm like, I'll be surprised when I get there. How far ahead do you know if you're going to go on a trip or not? I love booking flights the night before. Oh, I love, no. like, <laughs> the anxiety. There's something that's anxiety. so exciting, and it's mm-hmm. just, like, the thrill of, like, I am going to Puerto Rico tomorrow. Oh, And, God. like, I'm going on Sunday. I don't know what I'm packing. I don't know how long I'm going for. I'm just kind of just winging it. More some places I'll, I'll plan maybe a week in advance or two, but... I feel like I'm so impatient 
that if I plan a trip three months in advance, I would just kill me. Oh I couldn't God. imagine like <laughs> just I'd, waiting, I'd, patiently waiting for it. I don't know. Oh, how do you pack? I have to order like outfits. Yeah. I have to do my research on what places I want to visit. Uh-huh. It's it's a lot. I can't just do one day yeah. to the other. The anxiety will kill me. How does it work? Because obviously you're backpacking, so you don't really take a lot. Not of Not always, because sometimes right? you're staying you're staying in a place for like three months. Yeah. Um, so you're not necessarily backpacking unless like weekends you go around the location. I yeah, mean, it depends. I'll, I can pack like a backpack for a month. Um, I try to. How? S- I know it's taken me a long time to learn. Like it's it really oh has. God. I used to always pack over fifty pounds. I don't know how I've gotten it down, but I realized like neutrals are really good. Like mm, blacks and whites are like match. all black. And one my biggest tip when you're traveling always bring a little black dress. Because there's always a scenario where you want to go out and look good or go on a date. And when I'm pack packing, I'm like, ah, just shorts and t-shirts or something. But you always need a little black dress. Yeah. But um, yeah, just neutrals, like jean shorts, little crop tops. Those are really easy to fold up. Do you buy a lot of stuff over there? I do like to because I feel like my style changes when I'm traveling. And mm. I kind of like to blend in. Mm, and most places I go, it's a lot cheaper to buy stuff there. So And especially in Europe, the clothes I have here... I, I wouldn't wear over there. Yeah, the style is different, especially in Europe. I mean, in Spain, they would dress so nice when I would yeah. go. And I was like, bro, what yeah. am I wearing? And like little yeah. sundresses. And I'm so innocent and dressed so nice. And I would never wear that stuff here going to like Brickell City Center. I would yeah. never wear like... Going to 11. <laughs> a little flowery dress. Have, like, where's she, where's she going to go pick flowers from? <laughs> I have this Garden. like little... Um, blue dress and it goes all the way down to my ankles I'm like i would oh. you would never catch me in miami wearing something like that but that's extremely acceptable yeah, yeah it's the, anywhere on the other side of the world i love it exactly oh what God. are some of your top tips for first okay first let's go through the list for solo travelers and then for travelers like in groups family travelers so for solos what are your top tips so um like i mentioned earlier definitely always trust your gut um you, your instincts they know best Um, so that's number one. My second one, my big one is to share your location always like share it with your family, share it with your friends. Like 10 people have my location and some people could get worried about telling their family. I'm also very open. I communicate with my family, so I'm not going to hide that I'm going to a rave in a jungle somewhere. I want them to know just in case something happens to me. I'm always sending my flight information. They could get mad at me for partying in a jungle, but at least I told them. So if something happens to me, so they've kind of learned of like, Hey, we might not like it, but she's open with us and we like that communication. Yeah. So be open, tell them, and share your location just in case. And I also have an air tag I keep um, in my backpack, and that's a really nice tip in case someone steals sure. it, something happens, you can track it that way. My next tip would be to do your research. Although I said I don't like to kind of research where I'm going and stuff, it's more so where you're staying. I like to read a lot of the reviews and hear other people's experiences of hostels, hotels. Um, so just kind of like in a sense, like do your research of if the area is safe or not. You can have kind of ideas of what you want to do. I want to go see this museum, this and this. But um, you just kind of like be familiar. Don't go into a, a bad neighborhood, like know what you're getting into. So that's for the solo travel. For solo travel and for groups or just like travel in general. Like what are some recommendations? That one's a really hard one. I haven't been on a group trip in so long. Or like with anyone, I hate it. It's, but it's really would you hard. say like prepare an itinerary if it's like with a lot of people or still just like run with it? 
there's always going to be that one person in the group. I want to go to this museum. doesn't want to do the same thing. It's, there's always going to be one person and you have to listen to them. They're yeah. like, I want to do this, this, and this. And you're just kind of like, all right, like sit back and relax. I think my biggest thing is um, when I've traveled with my family, they're really picky eaters. And mm. we would eat at certain places and they wouldn't want to try new things. And that's one thing about learning of a culture of a place is the food and the, the local drinks and stuff. So I would just say if you're with picky eaters, just try to find a way to get out and try your own foods because that's an experience itself. Yeah, food is huge. Yeah, I, I'm a huge believer in experiencing the the culture, the food, the, the food of don't a freaking go country. to like Italy, Italy to get a freaking a burger, burger. Like, <laughs> like a hot dog. Hello, get pasta. You, it's like going to Colombia and getting Starbucks. Like, are you kidding? Yeah. You're like, no, don't do that. <laughs> I went to Spain and I got McDonald's, but honestly, I was craving chicken nuggets. Like, yeah, sometimes it's it. nice. I don't have much advice yeah. for a group because I couldn't tell you last i hate it i you I hate it you like better it. you like to be better by yourself oh i love it. i and hate just meeting trips. meeting people along the way yeah like i just i can't and i meet someone and we travel together because we're on a different page mm-hmm. like we're on the same page yeah well family trips no no <laughs> it's hard because there's so many opinions yeah i don't know and it's also one thing i found it's kind of difficult um, traveling with someone who's not as well traveled, you guys just kind of clash and they just don't. S- I went on a tour with someone in Colombia and he just like wasn't respectful and didn't care to learn. He's just kind of there, like, let's just party and stuff. And I'm like, oh, it's, yeah. it's really hard. Or people who haven't experienced things, I've seen a lot of bad shit. I've seen a lot of sad shit. And some people are so oblivious to it. So when you're traveling together, like, oh, my God, this. And I'm like, really? You have no idea what it's like. Yeah. For the locals. Yeah, in Indonesia or something. You don't know what I've I've seen starving people on the street. I've seen Haiti, like the worst of the worst. Yeah, Yeah, like respect. It's it's just, I always find it really hard to travel with someone, even a best friend. Just, I'd just rather be solo. That says a lot. It does say a lot. That makes me kind of want to experience it. Right, experience it. I know I'm too scared, man. I can't even say I want because I'm so scared. And it, I can't even stay in a hotel room by myself. Like, I'm so scared. I feel like I'm going to get kidnapped really? in my sleep. I can't. I feel like I'm going to get kidnapped anywhere I go. I think, I think it would be nice to explore, you know, like, another country by yourself. I think it will give you insight as a human. And No, I'll be terrified. You know. I can't <laughs> walk down the street by myself. Like, I really can't. I need to have another friend. Maybe three, two more, well, three. I'll feel safe. Now that you say that you bring that up, do you ever carry pepper spray with you? Or no. is that not allowed? Nothing. Taser? No. Nothing. No, Nothing. I don't because you don't know. She the, had the claws though. The laws. <laughs> the claws are more than enough. Um, you don't know the rules. Mm, that's true. And I really don't want to get held up at immigration or something. Yeah. I don't want any conflicts, so I don't bring anything. I think self defense class, self defense classes would be very useful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, I've I've never done that. Obviously, I'm asking a stranger, "Hey, can you please leave? Like, you're inconveniencing me. Like, <laughs> I don't have time for this. Like, come tomorrow." <laughs> I really don't know. Um, my mom just did get me an alarm. It's like a keychain alarm, Ooh, and I've beeps. heard yeah that that will help. So I'm gonna take that with me. Okay, that's smart. So I'm gonna try that out. But yeah, there's no. Hopefully, you don't have to try it out. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Carry it. You, do but you have, have to try it out. Just yeah, in just case. in case. Okay, okay, that's good. That's good. Um, if there's someone out there that would like to start traveling like you do, and then just taking you know these gigs around the world, where can they start? So, one thing I tell people is my biggest advice if you want to solo travel is just fucking do it like you know that meme where it's like just do it yeah like just literally book it don't even think about it because you're by yourself you can't ask your mom your dad your best friend like you've got to do this alone 
So just literally fucking book the flight. Don't even think about it. Then go about your business until the day of your flight. And then you pack your bag. You're not thinking. You get on your flight. And when you're 30,000 feet in the air, then be like, oh, shit, what am I doing? And then have your oh, shit moment. But now it's too late. So you're forcing yourself. So just literally book it. Because you need to just make that kind of path. And no one can hold your hand. No one's really going to do this for you because you're solo. So just book the flight, have your oh shit moment, and then enjoy the ride. There's never a right time. No. It's always the right time. And if you're going to wait for someone, then you might never get to go to the place you've dreamed of going. And it's kind of sad, but, you know, we come in this world alone and we leave alone. So you need to get comfortable alone. And I feel like being comfortable alone, you better yourself for someone else. And you get to know yourself and you learn so many things. So there's so many things that you learn from traveling alone other than just having the time of your life, partying, seeing new cultures. Like you're really learning to be comfortable. I can take myself on a date. I don't need anyone. I love that. Very independent. Yeah. yeah. That Sometimes I think you do become too independent and I do fear that that's going to be an issue later down the road. But that's an issue for that day. <laughs> yeah. That's not an issue for now or stress I'm, right I'm now. I'm not worried about, about it right You're now. You're just yeah. living life right but now. But I do find that sometimes I'm like, I don't need anyone. I can do it. I don't need a man. And in relationships, I get that could probably be a conflict. But yeah, not worrying about that. Yeah, right yeah. Now. yeah. Right now, <laughs> it's not a priority. Right I'm, I'm young. I'm out of curiosity. So well, these gigs that are paid, are they paid in like the money of that country? Or is that, um, you know, is it yeah. you? american dollars like how how does it work like the currency like and the pay wage kind of like what is that like you're paid with their currency and a lot of the gigs are under the table because they're they can't do the visas felt information so it's usually just like paid cash under the table a lot of bars will do that too it happens a lot um the only thing in guatemala uh i was paid guatemalan wage and that is very, very low. Oh, but you were no. also getting all these perks and stuff. So that was fine. I was DJing. Like, there was other sources of income. Okay, okay. But there's some places. But, like, Europe, it's very much like America. But You're getting the, the good guys there. So your tattoos, each one holds kind of a special meaning in your travels. Yes. Tell us about it. So I just started this thing a year and a half ago of getting a tattoo in every country that I go to. And I'm filling up my arm to be kind of like a passport. And I think it's such an amazing thing that I've done. And um, yeah, every, and it's also fun because tattoos are cheaper in other countries. So it's like $30, $40 and I'm addicted to them. So I <laughs> Once say you get I, one, you can't yeah. stop, honestly. And I say that like um, I get one in every country, but re- realistically I get like four or five in <laughs> oh, every wow. country. All at once. How many do you have already? Uh, on this arm, I think I have about like 27 Holy and I have shit. eight different countries, so I'm really excited. I wish I started sooner, but I'm happy I started. And it's really cool because when I look back, like I can, um, I know where I'm at and who I was with at the time and kind of that whole entire experience. So there's one in Brazil, and I know I was working there, um, who the, my best friends at the time, and it just reminds me of that. So it really is like looking at the stamps in your passport. And yeah, I love it. I can't wait to... Oh, and then one, my most exciting one was this one. So it is Saturn... It's a universe kind of thing. And I was at a hostel and I had random people decide for me. So I was like, hey, I want a tattoo tonight. Splash tattoos. Pick one out for me. Don't tell me what it is until it's on me. 
and it was people oh that my I God. imagine I, would have been something you wouldn't like <laughs> and I really love these people and they were it was like four they're all different but we came together we're good friends so um and it's I it's crazy because that's the tattoo that I wanted I went oh. the day before and got another one mm-hmm. and I was between the two and it was just so cute that they decided that one for me so I love it that yeah, one is one of cute. my favorite ones and it's just so spontaneous I love how it's all the same color and they're yeah. all thin yeah it's, very it's nice. like a patchwork sleeve and like you, I, w- you wouldn't even think there's like 27 no. there yeah no and it's just now starting where people notice it but when I do like sit down with people I, it's funny because I can see them staring at my arm and I'm not used to it and then it is kind of annoying when you're meeting so many people and they ask you the same questions and you have to explain every single every one and I'm way. like okay like, <laughs> this one I got to hear yeah. this and one I, I love they talking about the story it. yeah I love the stories I love sharing them and each means so much to me and they have really cool meanings but yeah after like the third one of the day the third person you're like all right <laughs> what's three 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 it's just numbers it's yeah. just numbers just a random tattoo I wanted to get the thought it would it's a nice way to keep track of where you've been yeah. do you keep track anywhere else like do you have one of those like pinpoint maps or no, is there anything else you I do? do have a travel journal and I write in every day that I travel and I think I've been doing that for it's three years now oh wow and it is so sweet sometimes on the plane I'll go back and read it and it's like my story and eventually I want to write a book and so it's cute. you forget about these little details when you're traveling. So I really recommend anyone who's traveling, write a journal. Put in all the names, put in all the details, because you are going to forget those little things. And it is so nice to go back and be like, oh, I remember that. I remember feeling that. So, and then that. one day, maybe show it to your kids, grandkids. No, it's the, it's the perfect recipe for They become travelers like you. Yeah. Follow your stupid steps. Yeah. Oh, I don't know what I'm going to do if I have a daughter like me. Uh, I hope not, but... <laughs> I know. Yeah. I'm gonna gonna have my hands full if she's anything like me. (laughs) Just take the trips with her, and that's it. (laughs) Yeah. No. She's like, I'm gonna. I want to go solo to a country. I'm gonna be like, no, because I know what I did. (laughs) Oh shit! So true. That is true. You know what's out there now. What's the favorite place that you have been to? I hear the damn sirens in the back. It's so crazy how you hear that shit. Favorite Uh, place you have traveled to so far okay i got it it's actually gonna be three okay <laughs> you so can't pick one. I, I can't um portugal mm-hmm. is a huge one for me okay. I, a specific part in portugal lagos portugal lagos, it's okay. on the south and it is just a beautiful little town it is so much fun you have the beach the cobblestone streets it's just it's amazing but then you have uh lisbon you have porto there's just so much in portugal to see and do and it is one of the cheapest in europe Next, I would say Bali, Indonesia. It, I've never felt happiness like I have when I was there. Every single day, I was excited to wake up. Like, it was crazy. So I love Bali so much. And then Tulum, Mexico. Really? Wow. Everyone, I, everyone shits on Tulum. And I, I love it. I love the aesthetic. I love the vibes, the music, even, like, the sound or the smell there. I love the, the Palo Santo everywhere. Oh, I love Palo Santo. I just love the vibes in Tulum. And There's you no stayed place. at a hostel there as well? No, I actually haven't stayed at a hostel there. I've stayed at hotels. I've been quite a lot, especially during COVID, because it was so close to Miami. So I've stayed at a hotel. I've worked with a hotel. I went with a big group of 10 people. Oh, wow. And I went on, like, a little couples date thing. So I've been... In all types of scenarios. Yeah, Tulum looks really beautiful. I've been wanting to go there. Yeah, yeah, I'm scared of Mexico, man. I won't I know, go right now. now. Yeah. At least not Mexico, right now. No. There's all. something so free about Mexico. When I when I cross the border, I'm just so happy. I just feel like, I'm like get the tequila <laughs> ready. Let's go. <laughs> it really does open up something. Like, I'm a different person. Just Mexico, for me, I just love it. And not just Tulum. Like, there's other parts I love, but... Do you feel different everywhere you go? Kind of like you change? Like a different persona? That's like, the thing. I, I feel like a chameleon, like... 
I adapt to wherever I go and I feel like my personality kind of changes and I'm just I'm good in those situations but um I feel like ultimately I'm just more myself and I'm more happy and I love the person that I am in these hostels and I feel like my true self so that's I think that one reason why I keep doing it I, I think I have I, yeah, I've ahead. been thinking about this since I arrived here mm-hmm. we are in your let apartment. it out girl let it out <laughs> we couch surf why Miami as home as your home base um so Miami just there's something so special about a big city to me because I come from a very small town and for me it's just exciting new there's so many adventures so many people and versus like New York I love kind of the South American like influence here and I love the Hispanic culture here and it's just it's just everything that I love like when you're traveling you know you have that different I don't know life so I just I just love Miami everything about it the party scene I'm a big party girl so (laughs) I'm in the best place in the world I love the boat days I don't go to the beach often but I'm a big ocean girl you can see the ocean from my apartment so I just ev- Miami is everything that I love. So it's always nice to like come here and like yeah. reset. Yeah, so it's, it's time for yeah. Your it just next feels trip. it just feels like home. There's so I many opportunities that. here. Miami is home. It really is. I made my I, way back. A, <laughs> I think that this is one of the best cities on earth. Out of everywhere I've traveled, yes. I truly love coming back here, and it's so exciting. And it means a lot coming from you because yeah. you've traveled. I mean, yeah. us like you've seen it all. Yeah, you've yeah. seen it so much. Yeah, and you've actually home. lived there because it's it's one thing to travel somewhere. Yeah, like for said, like for a few ten days. days, but you've been in a place right. for months, mm-hmm. so it means a lot. Like, do you ever get homesick? I do around like the three month mark. I feel like I do get homesick, and I I I have a great life in Miami too. So I'm not like really running away from. It. I love coming home. Yeah. I love my friends. But at the end of the day, yes, Miami is the greatest place on earth, and I love it. And I'm so happy to call it home. I'm gonna stay here forever. It's always gonna be a home base, like <laughs> three or five till I die. I guess. Like, just like us. I love it. I'm really happy. So here. this is what's after when you're done with the traveling. It's just Miami and marketing here. Yeah, I think so. Perfect. And good choice. Something. Yeah. And where choice. where are you off to Sunday to wrap this up? Okay. Where are you up to? So I will be in Croatia all summer long Ooh. working for a boat party company doing their social media management stuff. Their marketing. They have a pub crawl company. They have a pub crawl. I don't know what to call it. Yeah, company, yeah. I guess. Um, so I will be managing all their social medias and um, doing reels, blah, blah, blah. And I'm really excited because every day is a party. There's like 140 people. The first boat is sold out. There's DJs. There's a bar. It's like Yacht Week, but every single day for five months long so I don't know if I'll be there for a month I'll be there for three maybe five who knows I'm gonna see what the opportunity like what happens when I'm there but um I'm on the water every day so exciting it's 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 yeah you don't need the Miami water (laughs) you have freaking Croatia it is it is it's I worked for the competition last summer and I'm so happy with this company I've been working with them for the past three months already like just because it can be remote. Yeah. And um, I'm just so excited to see the opportunities and what happens. And I have a really good feeling about this summer. And, and you're going in pretty on board already since yeah. you've been working with them? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, wow. Everything's kind of set. I've, I feel like I've been there already and yeah. negotiating influencers. There's a lot happening. And I am really excited to see. And I feel like it's a, I could build a really good relationship for basically spending every summer in Croatia. Love that. If they were to tell you to stay there for a full year would you ever do that no because I have my apartment here like mm. I have I've thought about giving up this but I still need a home base yeah. and I feel like yeah. I start missing home around the three month mark so, so I will come back and, cut off, just yeah months. three months so I really don't see five months I think maybe three realistically but um I'll probably join them next summer and every summer until I decide to settle down <laughs> so exciting <laughs> yeah. shit I wish man 
Can't even take a weekend off. <laughs> Can't even take a weekend vacay, man. It's hard. I mean, it's it hard. hard. It's it hard to hard. have a job and like be able to do what you yeah. do. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Unless you make that your job. Yeah. yeah. Which she has. Basically. I feel like our parents would have a heart attack. If I ever tell my mom, mom will die. Hey, I'm leaving tomorrow to Croatia, she'd be like, no, you're not. You're not. With who? I'm Give me their numbers. With God. <laughs> I'm really lucky to have amazing yeah. parents who yeah, supported supportive. my brother and everyone just, they want me to be happy and I kind of ask for a better family. So I that's amazing. That. I'm so happy. Yeah. Yeah. That. Excited oh for what's God. to come in the future and hopefully more TikToks, more, yeah. Oh, more yeah. content. I, I hope th- TikTok doesn't go away because it's been the whole situation. Yeah. I'm worried about that, but I would good move. Good thing she's teaching. famous in Europe and on the <laughs> yeah. other side of the world where TikTok is not going to go anywhere. <laughs> right? That's you're true. Good. Then yeah. I, when I come back, I'm screwed. Yeah, when you come <laughs> yeah. back, you're shit. Who knows what's going to happen a, with that? Yeah. You have to leave a contact over right. there creating content. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you want to like cover? What do you think? Um, got the floor. Uh, I would just say, like, if someone's thinking about taking a trip, just do it. Don't look back. Um, and also one thing that I've learned is that the world's not as scary as it is made up to be. The news is always going to show you the negatives. You're always going to see what's bad because that sells. That gets people's attention. They're not going to tell you about the local who helped this girl when she was lost on the street or something. So we always see the bad and the negative, and that's what a lot of people portray these countries to be bad because that's all they see. But really, um, the world's not as scary as it seems. It's not as bad, and you'd be surprised with like how amazing people are. So that's what I'd say. Love that. (laughs) And to close this off, Taylor, how can people follow you and find you? Where are you? What's your at? If you want to follow me on TikTok or Instagram, it's tfutch. And... Yeah, tfutchtravels.com is my blog, or just tfutch.com. It goes to both. So Perfect. follow me there and um, watch the shit show that's going to happen this summer <laughs> because show. I'm ready. I love it. We go I, I think we're all ready to keep up. I don't know what's <laughs> going to happen, but I'm ready for everything and anything. Jen, Jen and I are going to be it. waiting for you at the airport oh, when you come back. Like, <laughs> tell us. No, no I'm going to come back. Like, I can't time. talk about it. <laughs> Those are the worst. Those are the best. Confess it, baby. Nice. Coming back to Miami. (laughs) Want to hear it? (laughs) One thing I would confess that no one knows. Uh Wait, wait, wait. Can can we leave this on on the phone? Okay, making sure. I joined the Mile High Club. That's like the ultimate travel. (gasps) Oh, Oh, my gosh. I met him in the the airport lounge. Oh, shit. So I was in the lounge and he just like kept eyeing me and it was LA to Miami. And I just knew he was like, it's Miami. Uh Bad boy. Tattoos. Uh Oh. And we're just like, he came and sat next to me and I was like, you're going to Miami? He was like, yeah. I was like, okay, cool. So we got some wine. Then we went to our gate. We ended up, we were going to sit two rows from each other on the oh, tickets. Shit. Uh-huh. So we told someone, we're like, hey, we're actually dating. Can we sit together? Oh, but there, it was a red eye flight. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a row empty. Oh, so we gosh. went to the empty row. And so not even in the bathroom, in the empty row, you got it on. Both, yeah. <laughs> both? Wait. Yo, that bathroom is tight work? as fuck. How did I that thought work? it was in the bathroom. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. She said both in in both. the row oh, so and wait, in the bathroom. Like in the I'm row, like gonna like, be banned from every airline. So I was coming. I went to Utah, LA. So I had like two big jackets. I couldn't fit in my suitcase. So you mm-hmm. know, I just had like some jackets as blankets, whatever. And then yada yada yada. And then I was like, all right, let's go to the bathroom. <laughs> and no one noticed. Not everyone was sleeping. And um, yeah, you just like someone moves. goes in, you wait a few mm-hmm. seconds, other person goes in how you leave and, and then they saw two just coming down <laughs> <laughs> no, taking the one with shane was, walk a shane down the aisle <laughs> I didn't walk shane. 
That's the only walk in the aisle. You're walking all messy. All hair messy. Walk of shame down the aisle. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, shit. I'm going to lose every never have I ever. Never have I ever. Hey, life is all about experience. I think that's what it is. And you know what? It's to say I did it. Exactly. Life is short. So I am proud of this. And wouldn't probably do it I again. I know she's like, I'm proud of this. <laughs> you wouldn't. I wouldn't mission accomplished. Just, it's too scary. It's more of like a like skydiving, oh, as in God. like a bucket list item. <laughs> like you're scared of getting caught. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, what's I, the worst I, thing that can happably what, yeah, what, what they're gonna they do? Probably like banned from an airline. I don't you know. Think I'll the next one. <laughs> you think My best banned? friend's a flight attendant and I um she doesn't caught anyone, but I know they just say like, Hey, don't do this. Like they just kinda give you a warning, like yeah. like a verbal warning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean it's not like I think it's fine. Exactly like let us have fun. Yeah. Everyone's sleeping. And I think I get it. I think they're probably... Yeah, I don't know. I would, I if don't people know. were doing that, though, I'd be like, what the fuck? But yeah. <laughs> Who There's like, like the activity behind me. It's like the dorm bed with the guy would, and the girl. I would call a flight and I'd be like, do you know what they're doing? <laughs> I hear some weird noises over there. It's a lot of reckoning. I've seen a lot of movement. I've seen a funny thing of like those sweets. And then it was like this TikTok of a guy who woke up. Where it was like... I don't know, but the guy woke up mm-hmm. and heard clapping. So he started clapping as in the plane landed. Oh my god, I've seen, just... I've, seen the, I've seen that meme. I mean, if they're making those business that suites where they're combined beds, yeah. like, you know what's going to happen? It happens. Exactly, yeah. exactly. They're oh probably used to seeing that. People shit. do it, so they I don't... can ban you. I don't think they will ban you. Yeah, no. It has not, to be you're a not common thing. Anyone. Yeah. You hear about it yeah. so much. Yeah, yeah especially it's... on a long flight. When I saw the. Have you yet seen the Caller Daddy, the episode with Christina Aguilera? She was talking about that. About yeah, joining she, the mile high club? Yeah, yeah. And it was like, she was like showing like the position. She was like talking yeah. about everything. I was like, interesting how There's this There's like a whole happen. last book on yeah. the positions if you want to join <laughs> like, the mile high club. Because um, Alex Cooper, like she was asking like how. So they were like, they got into details. Yeah. And there's like YouTube videos. I've researched it before. There's I've YouTube been curious. Videos? I'm pretty sure I've read blogs about it, like what to do and stuff. So I kind of knew. Just because it is like a bucket list item. Yeah, yeah. I've been skydiving yeah. twice and I was like, think of something crazier. So I think I can really like check that yeah, one out. check it out. Place, would you say that's the craziest place to have sex in i would say an airplane in an airplane yeah okay yeah what's, what's number two um a museum was pretty museum. wait a bathroom <laughs> museum or just like another just part of the museum you need to for write a me book. or just like hypothetically <laughs> hypothetically the person yeah. would be working in the museum oh okay 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 so then it has the doors to like the to all yeah the, okay hypothetically okay. there would the be like a clo- closet all right what's number three <laughs> there's a closet <laughs> you guys are like writing this all right what's number three <laughs> mm. Um, 11 <laughs> somewhere in 11 i don't beach is fun um sandy beach is yeah. sandy i don't know where number i'll tell you i'll tell you mm-hmm. this summer okay oh. okay cool. we'll, we'll check back around <laughs> yeah <laughs> like for part two guys <laughs> coming soon our next episode is gonna be at the airport as you land <laughs> you guys are have the mics ready okay I, I guess it. that's gonna be my thing so we'll figure it out and get like, you are oh, such we'll an interesting back. person yeah. I feel so like, interesting yeah you need you need to start writing this book yeah because that I feel be like and I mean just continue sharing your stories mm-hmm. on TikTok yeah. I, like a lot of people are gonna be so interested there's You're so many people like us who are just like we're like, like ah yeah. like, I love girl like you lived yeah. you've lived I am so I love sharing it and like talking about this it yeah. makes me so happy and, and it's I, honestly yeah. empowering like you shouldn't yeah. be like concerned yeah. like sharing shit that's why i want to focus more on like the good and the bad and just like the realness of traveling and not just like oh yeah i'm staying at this nice little place like yeah sometimes it sucks i feel like you know your tiktoks and like you telling people about your experience is kind of the light that we need right now like you said the news is so is so negative and mm. 
you hear us talking about it like we're scared to go out alone so hearing mm-hmm. you and like your experiences makes me at least want to be brave enough to just yeah, pick up to and not go be scared to walk down mm-hmm. the street at least do it once eat. i think doing it once in, in in our lifetime would be something that would benefit yeah even when I went abroad and when I studied abroad in Spain, like I was scared to go walk through the alleys at night. Like obviously mm-hmm. I would be with another girl, but I would be freaking terrified yeah. or taking like an Uber or something by myself. Even up to this day, I don't take Ubers alone in Miami. Oh, really? I don't. I don't. I, I prefer to call my mom to pick me up than take an Uber by myself. I would say I'm scared like, of the world, man. If that's like if I can leave and that's one thing that I can do is just like Empower. have one person. Yeah, yeah. one female, male or female. But just, like, show one person, like, I can do it, you can do it. It's very empowering. And I've already heard of people that are like, I came on this trip because of you. That Aww. is, like, the best thing ever. So That's yeah, so really cute. Nice. Love that. <laughs> Super happy. I love that. Oh, Taylor, we love you. Yeah. We're your fan. Yeah. This has we been so fun. much fun. Thank you for thank joining you. us. Yes, thank you it's for joining us. It's going to be a good us. one for sure. A it lot of people is. are going to be snooping and wanting to hear. It's yeah. going to be, yeah. It's going to be great to edit. Um, I think we're good. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. We're all good. Mm-hmm. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in this week. Peace. Episode 11. Okay, 11. This is episode 10. No. no Coachella was 10. Oh, shoot. You're right. Episode 11. <laughs> so we got to celebrate at 11, right? Hey. <laughs> oh, she right. She, she right. right. I'll go get ready. Uh, I think I know what we're doing When you doing come back from the trip, trip. Yeah. we're going to just sell. When she comes back. When she comes back. She leaves Sunday, but she probably has stuff I will to go do. straight from. I'm just <laughs> She's like, don't tell me. I'll go there she before ready. the airport. <laughs> right oh my god it's so true saturday and then the airport yo you wild with your book bag (laughs) oh gosh all right guys please show us some support subscribe leave a comment don't forget to review rate and we'll see you guys next next hump day next hump day bye